0: And it's a free shake day. Have a prime bundle and shake to win free grocery vouchers, Angostura chill packs, and much more. Shake in the My Digital app today. Hey, yo,
1: today, guess what? Shake to win in the My Digicel app. Just have an active prime plan and shake to win grocery vouchers. All right. You could
0: also win Angostura chill packs and so much more. Digicel. Shake to win today. My Digicel app. The doctor says so. Hey.
1: Hey, it's a free shake day. Have a
0: prime plan and shake to win grocery vouchers, Angostura chill packs and more when you shake it in the MyJudicel app today. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. Oh my God. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Yes. Good afternoon. Oh my God. Today is the final show of season four. Season finale of season four. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Don't forget if you've never liked this channel before or this um, page before or have never followed you to just come and see. Make sure you hit follow. Make sure you hit like. Uh, make sure you you turn on notifications when I go live because although this is like the final show for season four, I'm still gonna be here. I'm still gonna be doing stuff. I'll be popping up and doing live shows all the time. And if you wanna know what's going on and when it's going down, you wanna make sure that you follow me. I wanna say good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, one and all. How are you? How are you? how is everybody doing i feel like i need to kind of like check in with my 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 peeps my regulars my diehards, my top fans i need to check in with y'all we're coming we're coming we're coming okay no drop your flag as soon as you log in let me just get in with my folks on the chat hi guys hello 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 come true come true come true come true come true i am so happy to be here with you i hope you got everyone had a really good week And they're definitely looking forward to the week ahead, the week coming. It is the end of September. Like this is like the last full weekend. I can, yeah, next week, next weekend is like October. Wow. So yes, Judy. Hi, Matarina. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Javon. Oh my God. What's going on? Big up, big Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Make sure you drop your flags. Let us know where you're locked in from. So appreciate you joining us here today. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me. And you know, gala I appreciate you. Yes, I definitely appreciate you. And hope you uh, have, a, you know, more quality love, like blessings, 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 like my friend. Valda Henry says, blessings a plenty. You know, thank you very much, guys, for, for joining. And just want to kind of give a recap of last week, um, in just a little bit. Before we do that, I just want to shout out my Digital folks who are coming on. Good day. How are y'all doing? My DG folks. Hope you guys having an awesome day today and continue to have a really good day. Elias, what's popping? What's popping, Elias? Yes, my folks are coming through. Um, Just giving a recap of last week, you know, I just want to congratulate all those of you who tuned in uh, for the show last week when I had Naja on. And we did a few, few, we had a few prizes that could be won both from Digicel and also from Naja, and i just want to congratulate this is the winner congratulations to Dennis ogis the winner of the mini speaker from the Giselle. congratulations to you um she's also a top fan so i am so happy and to, to actually um congratulate her it's like i will, when she won i was like we're gonna see, i make sure she win but no she was chosen and <laughs> not by me all right so congratulations to you um dennis ogis winner of the mini speaker from Digicel. um the folks at digital will be linking up with you so um send me a direct message so i can ensure that i have your contact number so they can contact you to give you your your mini speaker so congratulations to you my dear top fans You top fans win on capo Top fans and their pop 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 when you see you come on regularly you just win you understand yes i also want to congratulate um Karnik burnett who is the winner of draw tea so she ensured that she followed all the instructions including liking and following both um our pages and also leaving a, a comment with her um drink showing what where, wish how she drinks her tea and she had like a nice little I think mason jar so it was really nice um and her little caption and everything she was popping so congratulations to karnik burnett winner of draw tea i wanna say thanks again to all of you we have a new guest this week and we have new prizes to be won today yes you know i try my best to give away prizes every single every single show also, I just want to inform my viewers, my followers, if you don't know, I do have a merch store open. One issue is that there's an issue with the mug. Um, the I know everybody wants their caco tea mug. There's an issue with the mug. I don't like how it's looking. Um, one of my co- regulars, you know, I, I no, we don't like it. So we removed it from the list of things that we carry. Um, you can still get your sweatshirts, you can get your t-shirts, and not just faculty stuff. You can get 767 Girls Rock stuff. You can get Black Island Girl stuff on there. So make sure you um, check out the link. The merch link is in this link. It's above. So if you click on it, you can um, get straight into my um, my merch store and purchase any of your items because, you know, you use a top five. right? Right. Yes, I told you, told your twin. Ah, she, you see, that's what it is. Manifested you, manifested that prize, and you won that prize. Big up to you, Sheldon is on, Jessica Rick is on, uh, Aurelie is on. Who else is on? Come true, my people. Come true. You know, what? I give you a little big up, big up on the live one time. So, come on, come on through. Want to get this party on the road. I want to also, um, Remind you if you're just coming on, don't forget to tag a friend or sh- share the live. Just share the live for your good. Share the live, share the live, my people. Share the live, share the live. Tag somebody. You know, some of you probably coming in coming too because all you don't know want people to know that I do like my show. So they'll probably coming on and just being and not doing nothing. You can send private messages to them and say, "Hey, check out the Kaputis show." You know, big up yourself big up yourselves all right so we got an exciting show here for you today oh tell oh now lost my headband thank you yo let me tell you the story on the hair so what had happened was i washed my hair today I keep keeping need 100 if you i wash my hair today and my hair my hair was looking like a hot mess what i do is i co-wash three times a month and i wash once a month that's how i do my hair stuff, and today was co-wash day and after let me tell you the hair doesn't know it's not So i say turban my girl turban so i wrapped it up i use of course my shea moisture co-wash for uh, the coconut and hibiscus make sure you get one but sure you get your co-wash let me tell you it leaves your hair nice and clean i love what it does to my scalp i love how it smells so yeah so that's the thing about being a black girl. You know, sometimes your hair doesn't want to cooperate, but the mere fact you're a black girl, you can do whatever the hell you want. So I wrapped it up in a toilet, and I was like, this is how we going to do today, right? Al, big up yourself. Thank you. Al is definitely a top fan. Benny is on, so I don't get no love. Benny, bonjour. Benny, like, really? No, nah, I didn't see you, my dog. Like, big up to you, Benny, and big up to all of you that are just coming through. Thank you very much for coming. Make sure all you share the live. If you've shared the live, let me see you put your two hands up. If you've shared the live, I want to see your two hands up. If I don't see your two hands up, I will know you do share the live. I'm watching Pearl Fountain. Hi, Pearl. How are you? Thank you very much for joining. Share the live. Yes, Sheldon. Share the live. Yes. I like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Make sure you go ahead and share the live today. Show the love. Yes, and my girl, hands up if you share the live. Hands up. Let's see those hands up. Let you see raise those hands. Yes, it's a season finale. We should have, I should have music, not you. We should have a big party. No, but Facebook, my channel, book, my thing about copyright, blah, blah, and we don't want that. So let's just put our hands up and share the live. And thank you very much for your continued support, your love, your admiration. And I I'm, I'm happy that i can continue to inspire you to touch you and share stories real stories real people all the time and i'll try my best to bring in season i don't know when season five is going to start back because y'all know i am doing my masters and let me tell you mizy Pap here have fully yeah let me tell you <laughs> so um I'm gonna be doing that, so I will let you guys keep you guys in the loop. But of course, I will be popping up and doing different shows in the weekdays, um, on the weekends. I'll be doing you know, Saturday is mine at six o'clock. Nobody will touch that. If somebody ever if you see somebody go live on Saturday and six o'clock, just give them make before me, yeah, on my behalf. Yes, I see Rema. Thank you. I love y'all. Thank you so very much for coming on and sharing the live. It's 6:12 and i we're about to make a start with our guest hi my youtube people coming through youtubers what are the vibes now what are you doing no yes i see my youtubers raising the roof there thank you very much for subscribing yes you must start interviewing musicians let me tell you the amount of musicians i've had on company i've had quite a few musicians i mix. I try and mix it up i try and mix it up september was dedicated to um food um security and manufacturing I made a special effort to do that because I I was lacking in that capacity um, for the duration of, of season four, and I felt it was important for me to do my um, or play my role in terms of informing um, my viewers and you, my lovely, lovely, lovely viewers, about what's going on because I feel like so many young people are doing so many amazing things where that is concerned, and that is why we have the guests we have on. Today, so we have Imad Zafar is coming on from the Bloom Box um, today. And um, let me see where I can go in terms of, let me take you back to how I I met Imad or where I met Imad or, or how I met Imad through his mom. Um, I was at the time a brand ambassador uh, for AstaFans. And I remember, um, this young man uh, coming up then he had hair he had a little bit of hair today these days he's bald right but he had a little bit of hair he came and and you know he was talking and whatever and she, she introduced me to him and stuff and as most of you who know me like you really know me you know I like to like smell of people a bit you know to kind of feel them out and see exactly what type of person they are and whatever and, you know sometimes when people come out overseas there's a thing that you know more than you and all kind of thing because i've gotten that people have told me oh because you come out overseas you know this and you know that so i want to fill out, out the boy and let me tell you what i learned was that in as much as he spent a lot of his childhood outside of dominica um between schooling and and, and that he is so much of a dominican like I probably should not use this phrase, but I will. Yeah, like a gatewas. You know, he, he's so much of a Dominican. When I tell you uh, a homegrown person, he's dunked to earth. If you guys know Giselle Astafan and you've interacted with Giselle Astafan, you know she's dunked to earth. And Imad is like the male version of Giselle, a little bit more serious than Giselle, you know, but so friendly, so personable, so um, so you know kind-hearted and he always throwing an old joke and you know really a nice young man ladies yes he's still single just putting that out there although <laughs> he's still single right and i grew to love this the the, the the type of person that he is and the way he conducts himself and presents himself and the kind of support he like i will talk to him and we not we don't talk like regularly so he'll message me, and I will talk, to, respond to him. And Imad can sense, based on my response, what's going on with me. Like Imad, not your business. But he is so attentive, you know, uh, to to everyone. And he will message me back and say, "Is everything okay, girl?" Like I find your answer was a little cold. <laughs> sometimes it's just busy and whatever is going on. But that just shows how much cares. And when Imad reached out to me and said, "You know, I am starting. I'm going to into agriculture," I was like, so "I say, what? I was like, what? Where are you going? <laughs> he goes, i going to And when he said that he was going, we're gonna get into his his style of. Uh, he's an agro entrepreneur. You know, we like to call it, and. He is doing, and young people, if you're on, I want to employ you to tag a young person, tag a friend, because this is all about food security. We saw how everybody was farming during COVID-19. And I want Iman to share his story as to why he went into agriculture and how he's going to, why he decided that this was going to work for him, but how he's done it, and I like to call it the smart way. Because how many of us know, Farmers and we see them, they, their talent always dirty. No offense, farmers. No offense, but they, they some of them, you know, our great great grandfather walking with, with with dashing on the head, you know, like these kinds of like struggling farmers and so. When when there are smart ways to do it, you can. Somebody used to always say to me, you can don't work hard, work smart. All <laughs> right. And, and Imad has incorporated smart processes into his farming. And we're going to be talking to Imad because I know a lot of y'all are going to be planting over the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks. And I'm sure some of the things you can learn from, he's somebody that does a lot of research. So he will research and research and research and read and read and read before he goes into anything. And I want to really... Focus uh, on what he's done with Bloombox and what he's doing and what he plans to do. And get a, get your feedback and get your vibe and, and, and feel the energy. And without further ado, let me welcome Takako Tea for the first time. And he never said, he know, he, he, he'll pay for like he not For the very first time, let's make some noise. Let's social love to Imad. Hi, Imad.
1: Hi, Jill. How are you?
0: I'm good. Did I do that introduction, um, Justin?
1: JL, no, not even a, hundred, a million dollars can can someone pay me to stop smiling right now. That introduction was flawless, flawless. Thank,
0: Thank you, you so you much. Very much. Thank you for being on the show, for agreeing to come on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Before we start, Imad, I just want to kind of show people your, your project, your little farm area, so people can have an idea because sometimes we talk in and let me tell you guys those of you on the line this is this is actually in the heart of our zone this is not no <laughs> not in the countryside it's not in the mountains it's literally in goodwill of the road right so, Urban so, so so imad has put this and i and i want to show i want to show you guys um what i'm talking about here here you So this is this is the farm this i want to show another another video here let me just put that up and this is the blue box yes my people this is imad's farm imad before we, we, we get into the gist of things and start talking about your farm and all of that stuff, I, I, want, I like people to introduce themselves and tell the audience kind of like who they think they are. like Because, you know, every time people always feel they know who somebody is. Who is Imad?
1: Jay, that's a great question. Um, you know, my entire life, I've always asked myself, you know, Imad, what, what's the future like? What are you going to do? what's the plan for himad five years from now ten years from now i always think in the long term that's what i do from day one and um you know i've developed myself into a well-rounded individual uh i try to you know understand everything when it comes to anything that i'm into whether it's agriculture business um life sports and uh i think that's what my mother really raised me to be like you know just be a well-rounded individual always know every side of the story before cutting to a conclusion and um i feel like i've developed into someone that um can say that they they've they've based themselves off of an all-encompassing experience from start to finish uh i mean i don't know if you want to go into details no but
0: not yet don't don't leave us on the team not not no details you know because it doesn't be i don't know if you ever taste faculty it does be hot when it just make, hot, right hot, hot. So, <laughs> so you don't you want to just put all in your mouth but you burn them all yeah. yes just gradually take sips sips six that it cool down a little bit gradually yeah. and then moving yeah. so we're gradually gonna get into it um but but thank you very much um you know iman i think your mom did a really good job um i was speaking to somebody just a few days ago and I was saying, I have, I have Imad coming on. She said, he said, Imad. I was like, yeah, Imad, I'm Giselle, Giselle's son. Oh, Giselle did a really good job with this one. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Like, I think whenever you run into people, not not saying that she did a bad job elsewhere, but when people run into you, the kind of vibe they get, they, they automatically, especially because a lot of people did not know you growing up in Dominica, right? So people will always be like, but who's Mr. Like how he feel like he you know everybody so know nice. how he feel? how he so warm, <laughs> you know. So so at the end of the day, it, a lot of it, a lot of the credit has to will probably go to your mom because they'll figure yeah. because of the type of personality she is and the, how she's always involved. I remember like Giselle was so determined to learn to speak Creole, something that she did not grow up um, here in her household, and she felt as a dominican granted of of other um um, ethnicity but a dominican she needed to learn to speak creole and i remember her taking lessons every tuesday to learn to speak Creole. and you can't talk creole around giselle because giselle will respond back to you and you might say but what is that arabically nobody's lady know about creole but she speaks creole like a dominican Right, so so I think when people see you and they hear you speak, and even like today we were talking and you were throwing a few Creole words around, I was like, "But Jesus, I could just hear your mom." You know, I, I want to start, you know, a little bit from your childhood days. You know, start you as a, as a, as a, as a small child. Um, tell us a little bit about your your experience in terms of school because you didn't go to school per se in Dominica. Um, you, and that is something that I want to kind of you know, let people know right off the bat, you know, you you come from a family as, quote unquote, it's a, a family of privilege, where you had certain things afforded to you that a lot of regular Dominicans would not have. Um, and, and I say this now because I will, you'll get a better understanding, guess, um, my, my my people on the line will get a better understanding where I'm coming from when I say, you know, because he don't have to be Dominican. Like we want to say planting fig, right? (laughs) If you want to put it that way. So tell us a little bit about you growing up um, outside of Dominica in in boarding school. Well, JL,
1: I, uh, you know, as you know, I'm the type of person that really doesn't express much of my feelings, much of my background, and you've you've gotten me to come on the show, which I'm proud of, and I'm happy that you've done that, because I think it was about time that I've, you know, done something like this. Um, the schooling history, well, we can start with me starting at Pioneer Prep. That was a long time ago. We had some Australians running the school back then. And then, uh, you know, I really have to give you a background as to my mother's history, because it's really my schooling was down to, you know, what my mother was going through at the time. And, uh, you know, at the time she was doing the purchasing for all of Ask fans And if people have any experience in purchasing, I mean, we're talking over more SKUs, which is items, than people in Dominica. We're talking over 70,000 SKUs in Dominica, I mean, uh, in Aslan's. And she was buying for all of Aslan's, which is a crazy job. No human, honest. I mean, there probably are a few humans that can do it, but it was crazy. It was more than just a 12, uh, uh, an eight hour shift, it was a 12 hour shift more 14, 16 hours a day, um, her working. And, you know, she decided at a point, which is, you know, from a mother's perspective, is crazy. Um, but at the age of 12, her first child, myself, she she didn't really have much time to kind of, you know, bring me up um, and raise me and have time to sit with me and do homework like most parents do. She, she had a huge task, uh, a gargantuan of a task, to handle at asfans and we're not talking about you know some random business we're talking about J Asphan Company Limited at the time um which was pretty much you know I would quote unquote say the Walmart of Dominica it was huge massive we had hardware we had household we had you know food which is extremely competitive and she didn't have the time you know to really raise two kids so she decided to send me to boarding school at the age of twelve You know and any mother leaving a child at that age it's you know what a decision to make as a mother so she she sent me out at 12. it was very tough i'm not gonna lie 12 year old leaving his family living with himself and a total stranger in a room you know having to do his laundry having to clean his room at the age of you know i mean a lot of people do that earlier but you know it was a completely different experience in north america in new england you know how many thousands of miles above You know, the Caribbean. It was something that was not I would say I was accustomed to. And my first ever winter without my family, it was it was crazy. But one thing for sure is I didn't regret it. And um boarding school taught me a lot of things, and one of the things that taught me was independence. You know, I had to take care of myself, I had to learn things quick, I had to adapt, you know, to any and any background, any environment that I was put in. And um you know, that was my middle school experience. So it was, you know, it was my first taste of being away from Dominica, which was heartbreaking for me. My first experience being away from my family, my mother, my sister, my dad, which is heartbreaking for me. Um, but the good news about that was that after three months, you know, I had very good friends there. I met a South African who was Laceda, who was my, my real, one of my really good friends. He was, um, you know, a very mature guy for another fellow 12-year-old. You know, he guided me through school. He, he showed me through, you know, the American way, which was, you know, a completely different system. And I thank him for that. And I made lifelong friends along the way. You know, from middle school, I went to high school in New Hampshire. And, uh, you know, that was also another fantastic experience. And I met such a diverse group of people. I mean, I do not regret any day, any hour, any minute spending with those people. It was a fantastic experience for me. And I, you know, living.
0: I want, I want to know that you're talking about your your um your experience. Yes. Did you ever? Because you know, some children I know their parents leave. And what we find more happening here is parents will leave them home and go yep. overseas, and they leave yep. the kids with the grandparents yep. to be raised. And I and I kind of like to bring it back. You know, wheel it back to, to what goes on. And as a result, a lot of these kids they have resentment. Towards that that parent, did yeah. you ever resent your mom for making that decision, or did you ever feel that she chose her job over over you?
1: No, you know, at the time, as a twelve-year-old, you know, a new a new human into the world. I mean, twelve year twelve years of of life is, you know, uh, I'm a novice at life, really. <laughs> but you know, looking back, when I was at the time, obviously, I felt some sort of. A, you know, anger that, why would she ever send me away from my friends, my home, my family? You know, my we had I had a close relationship with my dogs. You know what I mean? That was something I come back home and spend time with them. And um, I said, why would she ever do that? But now that I think of it, it was the best decision. She had to do what she had to do. And life is about decisive decisions. Business is about decisive decisions. Decisive decisions will make or break your business and you have to do what you have to do. And that was a decisive decision, and I applaud her for that. And it doesn't take, it's, it's not a simple um, decision. It was a very complex, difficult decision, and she did it swiftly, and I applaud her for that.
0: You and your mom have such a close relationship, even coming out of that, because you could say easily say, oh, um, we go separate ways. But you guys would appear to anybody looking from the outside, looking like you're BFFs. Like you guys have, she supports your every endeavor. Uh, What is your relationship like today with your mom?
1: (sighs) My mother is my, my best friend. My mother is my, my mother. My mother is my, my father. My mother is my, my grandmother. My mother is my, my cousin. My mother is someone who, you know, I'm a difficult person, Jill. I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not the easiest person. I'm a very unique personality. Um, and she deals with me appropriately. Um, she guides me. Sometimes we clash. You know, sometimes we don't meet eye to eye. But she she has the best intentions for me. And that's what you need to realize. When there's someone that has the best intentions for you and they disagree with you, don't take it personally. Think about it. Analyze it. Digest it. Learn from it. And build from it. And that's what she did with me. And uh, she's been doing that every step of the way. I actually just got to know my mother in 2017 when I moved back to Dominica, you know? When you spend a whole year away from your family, your mother, you don't really know these people, you know? These people are your mother, they give birth to you. (laughs) But you don't know them. You don't know what they like to eat. You don't know what they like to to drink. You don't know what they do in their free time. You're away from them for so long. So when I finally moved back to Dominica after I think it was like 14 years, I finally got to, to know my mother. In
0: 2017. Before yeah. we, we talk, I want to talk a little bit about moving back home. Um, yeah. and I want to kind of talk a little bit about your university experience and your, your university life, you know, um, and where did, yeah. you, where did you go to university and what was that like?
1: I went to the University of Tampa. Um, that's where my mother went. That's when a, a lot of our family went there. Uh, we have a lot of family in Antigua that went to the University of Tampa and we have a lot of family in Suriname that went to the University of South Florida, which is like Literally next door, so it was a family thing, you know, at Tampa. and uh, university was great. It was um, it was like a sense of freedom kind of, but it was it was a, a tough transition because I, you know I don't think the school system really uh, I don't know, I guess maybe my experience was different, but university was was great. I wish I took it um, you know with more seriousness. Uh, like I did in my later years, like my earlier freshman, sophomore year, I wish I did uh, a little bit more serious. But I guess when you're a university student, you're 18, 19, you're finally, you know, doing what you have to do. You're living by yourself or with some roommates. And, um, you know, I uh, I had a good time in my first two years. But my two later years, I wish I, I took a little bit more serious. My two later years, I went to uh, Barry University in Miami, which was a great experience. I also was around very diverse amount of people i made a lot of connections networking very important um, i made a lot of connections in miami i uh, and i really expressed myself as who i was in miami miami was my best year yeah
0: i like the fact that you say you express yourself because a lot of times universities when we kind of make certain decisions that might be considered as bad decisions so i want to ask yeah. you did you ever have any bad moments in university yeah. because of course, of of course. You want to share that with course there? i
1: mean if everyone makes bad decisions um everyone will make a bad decision we're not robots we're not artificial intelligence and the bad decisions what makes you what what makes you from bad decision is how you learn from that and how you build from that if you continue making the same mistake there's obviously an, an obvious error there but you have to learn from these mistakes you have to build from that and I learned from my mistakes. My freshman sophomore year, oh, trust me, I learned from my mistakes. I learned, um, I learned from those mistakes and I took it, I took, I took university a lot more seriously in uh, my later years when I was at Barry University, for sure. What
0: did you study um, at, at university?
1: I studied uh, marketing and advertising. I, uh, when I first came to Dominica in 2017, I was doing the marketing for gs Company Limited I do the marketing for Bloombox, (laughs) amongst other things, (laughs) and uh, that's really what I have a passion for, you know what I mean? Marketing, um, marketing of all forms, I love it. I love engaging, you know, promoting a new product, promoting a new service, that's what I love, JL, I love it, Um, you know, and I love launching new items, I love launching new businesses, even though it's kind of been a restraint since the the COVID regulations, now you can't really do an audit legit launch, um, unfortunately. But uh, that's what I like. And uh, I study marketing, and um, I'm doing it to this day. So made the right decision there.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to fast forward to you moving back, because you've mentioned it a few times, and 2017 was a tough year, especially towards the end of the year for a lot of folks. But at the early start of 2017, you made the decision to move back home to Dominica and work with parent company, J.S. Um, What prompted that move? And, and let's talk about, a little bit about that move.
1: <laughs> my entire life, I have been briefed, um, educated, and informed about what my grandfather has done. There has not been a minute, a second of my life where I have not been informed of what my grandfather has done. Props to my mother. My grandfather did something incredible, something that a lot of people might take for granted in today's age. And he built a massive, massive company. I'm starting a small company now, and I'm doing a lot, of, like a ton of work now. I just can't even imagine what this man did on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, what he did minute to minute, second to second. He was a massive figure in my life, a massive idol. I, every second, every every day of university, of middle school, of elementary school, I primary school, I thought of this man what he's done, what he's provided for me, and that motivated me every day. You know, I've heard stories of him taking a suitcase, walking to Grand Bay, and selling clothes. Like, you know, anyone want to do that today, J L? Like walking <laughs> to Grand Bay with a suitcase to sell clothes, and come back. How much money are you making? You know like this is this is diligence and, and, and uh, an extraterrestrial level of, of diligence that i've never witnessed in my entire life and i've just heard stories about it and unfortunately at the time that i was of age to actually understand and comprehend it uh comprehended sorry i was you know he he was bedridden unfortunately and he he couldn't talk he couldn't um, express himself uh, so i don't have too many great memories with him and conversations with him, that's probably, one, that's probably the biggest regret of my life, that I didn't have, you know, I was enough age to actually engage and, and pick his brain and see how he did things and what his thought process was. So uh, from that point on, I, you know, I made a decision a long time ago, there's no chance I'm not coming back to Dominica to retake what he's done for me, which is provide me with a fantastic education, a fantastic lifestyle, and a fantastic upbringing. And that's why you dominate.
0: And you, you, because I know, like every year, you know, you hear a hair of students going overseas to study, and they're like, "Peace, we ain't coming back." <laughs> you yeah. know, so a lot of times, and you kind of had a, a, a different experience in the sense of you you could have laid roots in the U.S. because you you were there for for quite some time. You were there yeah. for for nearly fifteen years, right? Um, so you could have definitely. Planted roots and, and not just roots. The connections you've made, the networking, and all of that would have given you a lot of um, opportunity and and probably an encouragement to stay to remain, you know, and and pursue something. And you you came back and you decided to go work under your mother, <laughs> under your mother at Astafans. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience.
1: You know, I, uh, I fell in love with America. I fell in love with my friends there. I, I made so many friends, so many connections. It was the toughest decision to leave what I spent the last 15 years doing, networking and, and, and processing up there. But I knew what my goal was, and it was on my mind from start to finish. I had to come back to Dominica. I had to contribute to the company that has provided an education for me and a lifestyle for me up in the States. So I came back and uh, it was tough, extremely tough. I I think at the time, I didn't really have too many friends there. Um, I I mean, I still had the usual, you know, friends that I knew from Pioneer and so on, but it wasn't like, I kind of like distanced myself a little bit because I was so engaged in in my life in the States. So when I came back, it was, you know, kind of rebuilding relationships. And I came back to work with my mother and um, that's when I finally got to know her you know her work ethic and uh, you know it shocked me really because she was a machine you know I mean it wasn't just nine to five eight to four eight to six I mean this woman was round the clock and uh, that was a great learning experience for me um, you know going into to a large company like that you had to spend a lot of days learning um, but you know Prior to that, I worked, you know, every vacation, you know, every summer, every Christmas. So I kind of had an idea of what was going on. She never kept me out of the loop. She always informed me of all the decisions. Um, so you know, she always had a long term thought process as well. Like when she hired you guys for the uh, brand ambassadors, she called me the same day. Said, "Iman, I came up with a fantastic idea. I hired these four. What well, was it? Four? Or one? Or What's it? Five?
0: Four.
1: four. Four, right? Four fantastic individuals for brand ambassadors." And at the time, I think I was in high school or university, I forget. And I didn't really know you guys at all. And uh, she's like, well, I, I hired these guys who are very, you know, reputable people in Domnika society. They're also extremely, you know, <laughs> they're on radio. They're on social media. They have a great following. And then um, when she kind of explained to me who you guys were, Felix, JL, Miguel Labody, um
0: who's, who's the last guy
1: out? Uh, yeah, Major Mystic. I was like, Whoa. I was like, wow, that is a fantastic idea. That's a fantastic decision. Props to you. And she informed me the day of. So every little detail like that, she's always informed me of it. She's always kept me in the loop. She always has that long-term vision. Like, you know, Iman, you have to know what's going on. So when you come here, you know, there's no, um, you know. Uh, I Yeah, exactly. Catching up. You, you know already what to do. And when she told me about that, I was. I was so happy to hear that. I was so excited to hear that. I thought you guys were, you know, you guys did and, and have done brilliantly for Asta fans, you know? So that was a fantastic idea. So when I moved back, you know, um, in 2017, it was great. It was a kind of, you know, I had to kind of adapt back to Dominica because I did end up being, you know, kind of Americanized. Um, and unfortunately, you know, in on September 17th, Maria happened. So that was also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a very crazy experience um yeah so yes. that yeah.
0: so you you worked in Astafans. um you continued at Astafans. i remember you know coming home you know on vacation um from school in canada because obviously i moved when you remained for the continuation like I guess rebuilding. Um, I moved back to, to Canada at the time I was expecting, so I went back and went back went back to school. And I remember, you know, coming home, or even before I was coming home, you would send me a message when are you coming home, jail. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep, definitely. laughs> You're like, yeah, Ange, we have a free. You know, definitely. and you you have always stayed in the stayed, in, you know, in the loop with in me. Touch. And find it. And I remember once you even offered me something, and you're like, and, and I was like, you want me to leave and come out to Jamaica? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, no, i I already started school. And I did know? it. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did, right? Yeah. So, um, it was. I mean, you've you've always stayed in touch, but then things with you and Asafans wasn't going all that great. What happened? Because for those of us who don't know, you left. Your, your
1: your family business. What happened? Jail, in any form of a relationship, whether it be at your business place, whether it be a relationship with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, a relationship with a friend, a relationship with a family member, there are times when you you have to realize that this might not be beneficial for you. You know, um, when there are times when you're questioning yourself, when there are times when you're questioning your, you know, your ideas, your creativity, your your self-confidence, you know, and self-confidence is major in your upbringing, your, your prog- progress in life. You have to make a decisive call. As I mentioned to you, my mother made a decisive call. She made a decision to send me away for school at the age of 12. I made it, you know, my mother was... Mainly also part of the decision that we both had to leave Astafans because we felt we were, you know, not progressing as as rapidly as we thought we could, and we didn't meet eye to eye with the rest of the people at Astafans um, directors. So we've decided that we should leave and give opportunity to them to do what their ideas that they thought was best, and we do what we thought was best, and. Uh, we did and we left and we took that step, that risk, which entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is. You know, you take a risk, you believe in an idea and you, you go with it and you develop it and you put all your energy into it, your blood, sweat and tears until it, it's, you know, you nurture it until it's of, of age where you can, you know, make it bloom. So that, that's exactly what we did. And uh, we decided to start our own business, three businesses.
0: So <laughs> I, I remember your mom. Um, your mom had a lot of changes happened in her life between Maria and going through. COVID. And not that I'm up to date with what's going on, but I, I, I recognize, I see her pose. I have spent so much time with her as being a, a part of the A team. And in addition to being an Aquarian, just like her, I kind of get her vibe, right? And I kind of know when, yeah something going on right that Um,
1: explains a lot she would
0: she would post she would post you know her her um the furniture she would post and i'm like oh giselle's going through a shift you know she's she's definitely shifting um her her, being her priorities be what she's putting all of her energies into i noticed that she was more or less you know putting out a lot of the woodwork a lot of a lot of these things you know and and pushing that and you said that you guys launched three businesses but today we want to focus on one of them because that one definitely uh it was not expected <laughs> it was not expected for for a lot of things especially for me um uh, I would not have expected y'all to you to go into to farming because you're a young man, you know, uh people might say farming, like I saw people, somebody commented, did he say something? Somebody said, Did he say farming? <laughs> you know, uh and and that's what you did. What prompted you to decide to go to become an agro entrepreneur?
1: You know. The decision i've always overlooked agriculture i'm not gonna lie you know a lot of people say boy you should really check agriculture out you know dominic has a lot of potential for it and i was so caught up in ass fans i was like um yeah yeah i'll look into it uh one of these days and i i never did i uh i never took it seriously i um thought it was in the past i focused on other things i'm not gonna lie to you and then COVID came around and COVID provided me with something that I haven't had in a couple of years' time, which was free time. When we were locked down and we couldn't go to work at 2 p.m., we had to close down and head home. My mother has a friend um, from Canada that gave us some seeds. And I've always been a fan of eating vegetables, raw vegetables, steamed vegetables. And she gave us some seeds, sweet pepper, carrots, lettuce, cucumber, and uh, watermelon. And we planted them in the back of the yard. My mother's always been into gardening. And she finally made these these uh, garden beds in the back of the yard. And we put them to plant. And every morning before work around like 5.30 or 6 p.m. I mean 6 a.m., we'd go out there and, and nurture to them then get ready for work. And then after work, we'd come and weed and, and, you know, till the soil and whatnot. And we started getting, you know, some vegetables, like sweet peppers, um, carrots, lettuce. And we are just eating off of that every day at 2. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so self-sustainable this is so efficient this is i can make produce like this myself in the back of my own house whoa and i i buy this in the supermarket every day why why on earth would i ever spend money on this if i can do this every day in my backyard might as well just do it in in the uh, valley we have like a slope with a ton of land so why don't i just do it there so we end up doing it there we end up building beds like in like half an acre land planting every morning before work like 5 30 6 a.m we go down there we weed we plant After work, we would come from two o'clock because was locked down and go and plant. And we got a lot of produce, a lot jail. And I said, whoa, you know, the yield is so high. Why don't I try and do this on a property higher up, which is flat land? It had like what, about uh, nine hours of maybe more, 10 hours of sunlight. I mean, it's the perfect conditions. So I ended up saying, okay, let me clear the land and try and do something commercial. Ended up doing something commercial. And uh, I had an uncle guiding me at the time. And he was, big, he was trying to force me into... He's always forced me into agriculture, but I never really took him on. And he said, man, just try it out, try it out. So I ended up doing it. We kill it, cleared the land with a bobcat. And uh, this is... I mean, I was such a novice in agriculture. I never really... Uh, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I did some pretty stupid things. But he was like, man, don't worry about irrigation. Don't worry about soil. Just put seeds in the ground, man. I said, all right. So I put seeds in the ground. And it was in the middle of a dry season. And I was like, but... I was like, Uncle Albert... There's no water. How the hell am I supposed to water these plants? How, how am I supposed to water these, these seeds? So I woke up every morning because I couldn't sleep. And I was like, dude, I just planted like over 100 seeds of watermelon. What am I going to do to plant these things? So we, I had this guy um, that used to do a little work for us. He built, uh, also rebuilt my grandmother's home, Alex, Chanel, Denver, Alexander, who's been my right-hand man ever since. This man has been with me from... Every morning, every afternoon, every evening. I, I owe this guy a lot. This guy is my right-hand man. I, I you know, Props to this guy. Shout out to Sean Denver Alexander. I couldn't do it without you, my brother. And uh, I thank you for everything. And I appreciate you. And he's with me to this day. And he works with me like a maniac. He's a workaholic as well. Um. So anyway, well, as, we were, as we were saying. And uh, he came. He built a small shed for me. He connected the WASCO for me. We, we built these pipes, but I didn't know anything about irrigation, automated irrigation. So we, uh, <laughs> by hand, we used to wake up early in the morning before the sun rose, and we used to water hundreds of watermelon plants by hand. It took us hours. And then it got to a point where I paid my farmers to come and water at hand. And then this one time, Alex and I were watering, and these two Chinese guys that were building a house on the opposite the street looked at us and said, well, look at these idiots watering by hand. I mean... <laughs> So it was at that moment in time, I said, Imad never gets laughed at. He's never ridiculed in such a manner. I decided to do my research and I found out about automated irrigation, um, complete automated irrigation and Alex and I installed it. And ever since we've been sleeping like babies, finally, we don't have to wake up at five in the morning. Finally, we don't have to wake up early on a Saturday. Finally, we can leave the farm on a Sunday without even going there to attend anything. And, uh, we, have studied and um, educated ourselves on automated irrigation, which has been our saving grace. It has oh, okay. been our saving grace. do don't, yeah, don't, don't,
0: don't, don't, don't go too far. Because to, I want you to break down what is automated irrigation because some of yeah. us, you know, we don't know what you're talking about, especially if we've never planted. Yeah. I mean, I know what irrigation is. I know what automated is, but where does it come in and what exactly does it entail? But before yeah. you get into that, I just want to let, all of the viewers know that there is an opportunity for you to win a 10 drip emitter from um Bloom Box. If you like, follow Bloom Box on Facebook, post the picture of you gardening and use the caption Let's Bloom. You have until Wednesday of next week um for, for this wonderful opportunity. So you can screenshot it and send it to all your friends that you know gardening. Screenshot it one time, pop pop, and send it to them. Follow the book, um the the, the Facebook page and make sure. You you, um, you get an, opp- take an opportunity to win a 10-drip emitter em- em- from Bloombox, and we're going to find out because I myself don't know what a 10-drip emitter is. So, Emma's going to explain to us exactly what was automated, what is automated irrigation?
1: Automated irrigation is, <laughs> look at Jessica, automated irrigation is, um, you know, every day you wake up. Every day you care to your plants. Every day you worry: Did my have my plants been watered? Am I gonna? Are they gonna survive this dry season? Are, is their pots wet? Is the soil wet? Are they doing well? Are they healthy? Automated irrigation is something that provides a massive amount of convenience. Every day you have to water your plants, but you water them for maybe five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, two minutes a day. Maybe you have someone watering for you maybe they water it some days some maybe some days they tell you they do water and they actually don't automated irrigation is whether it's you know it's a battery either battery operated or power operated wi-fi operated system that will water your plants for you you set the amount of time you set the frequency the amount of times you want watered a day and it will do so on a daily basis you can set any day you want water you can set Any day that you don't want water, maybe you're having a gardener come in on Monday and you don't want anyone watering then because he'll do it for you, you turn it off. But it's one way to be efficient with your water consumption. It's one way to be consistent with the amount of water that you're watering your plants. And trust me, you will see results. You will see consistent results. You know, I have someone that's been in... uh... before,
0: Before you continue... Um, because I remember you explaining something to me. Um, what if it rains? Like yes. days that that rains heavily, like we're in a hurricane season. So there might be days where it's raining a lot, or days where it's dry. How do you control the amount of water? Like yeah. with your automated irrigation? How how does that work?
1: So you have two options. You can either have the complete automated irrigation, or you can have the battery operated operated. Uh, Irrigation that's not you know accessible through Wi-Fi. So um, if you have the the system that I have set up with it Which is completely worth the money. I guarantee you this morning I woke up and it's been dry for the last couple of weeks if everyone has been noticing, you know There hasn't been any rainfall. I woke up this morning to a lot of rainfall a lot And uh, I kind of had like a little PTSD from my early days of farming and I woke up and I was like, oh my god sprinklers are on. I was like wait you man you have automated irrigation so my irrigation system has a rain sensor. It senses when rain is falling. It is also compatible with local weather patterns. So if your local weather um, says that your, the percentage of rainfall is above 60%, it will actually shut off the irrigation system for you. Your rain sensor is like your second layer of, um, I guess, a sensor, where if it's raining, physically raining, where you know the local weather will say it's actually not raining today, but then you have like a heavy rainfall, some sporadic rainfall, it will actually sense the rain and shut off the irrigation system for you. So that's what happened this morning. Um, this morning, we weren't really due to have any rainfall, but we had a lot of rain and my rain sensor caught it and shut off the system completely. So I woke up this morning at, what was it? Uh, 5.30, 6.15 and I saw, I heard the raining, you know, very heavy rain. I checked my, my application and it said, rain sensor has delayed irrigation for X amount of hours. And, um, That's the convenience it brings you. You know what I mean? I don't have to, like, wake up out of my bed, put on pants, get in my truck, drive to my farm, and turn off the battery-operated irrigation. Or, you know, if it's a dry season and I didn't have any automated irrigation, me waking up at 5 in the morning, driving up there and, like, watering by hand or turning on a sprinkler for X amount of time. So that's the convenience it brings you. And it's trust me, it's completely worth it. I guarantee you.
0: Wow. I mean, when you brought me... To, because obviously, when I reached, Imad was like, "Jeff, you have to come and see." He didn't yeah. let me. He yeah. me <laughs> to the farm. Yeah. I did not yeah. want to come. And it's right then, in Roseau in Goodwill. Um, I saw yeah. some folks earlier on asking, "Where is that farm located?" It's in. It's just above the back road going um going to to, to back estate, um, yeah. and it's like a, a a nice setup. And you walk in and. You see all of these, they, he has like this little seedling section and these little things going out. Before we even ask about it, what is that 10, that 10 emitter, 10 drip emitter you were referring to? Because I suspect that what I'm talking about, the the little seedling things, that's probably what it is. Is that what it is?
1: It's, uh no, I just got that today. I just unstuffed the container with that. Um, But it's very similar. So let's say... You have ten plants in the back of your house. You have five heads of lettuce. You have two plants of tomato. You have two plants of cucumber, and let's say one plant of seasoning pepper. All right, so ten. I hope my math was correct on that. <laughs> and
0: um, I can't help you with that. My math not good. So I know my math.
1: <laughs> I think it was correct. So uh, you know, you have those ten plants. You have them in the back of your house. You're at work. You have to be at work for 8 a.m. every day. It's a dry season. The sun is beaming down. You cannot leave work. Maybe you live um, in Belleville Chopin and you can't really get to, you know get home that easy or that quickly. And maybe you have to take a bus to to, uh, to work. This ten drip emitter system it's a battery operated system. It's not Wi-Fi. You can set it to water however often you want for I think four hours um, the duration is. So let's say you have ten plants. You have the plants I mentioned. You would set it for three times a day during the dry season or two times a day during, you know, the sporadic rainy season. And it will do the watering for you. You keep your tap open, but you have the connector uh, attached to the tap. Mm -hmm. And it will automatically open and close that tap. Once it opens, it will direct the water to the 10 drip emitters, which are small emitters that you place at the root of the plant. And it will accurately place the water to the roots of each of those plants for the amount of time that you set it. And, um, with an of-
0: like, yeah. give me that. Are you giving that to people? <laughs> that is a it's really very affordable jail. Deal. Deal.
1: It's yes. a fantastic, fantastic deal. Not only does it come with a water timer, not only does it come with 50 feet of tubing, not only does it come with 10 drip emitters, not only does it come with T's and elbows. It well, I mean, that is all of it. Sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> it only costs, I think. A Pretty sure it costs under two hundred dollars. I don't know the exact price. I think it's like one ninety something. It's under two hundred EC dollars, and you and that's a small home garden irrigation set. I mean, you cannot get a better deal on that. I'm telling you, honestly, genuinely telling you, you can't get a better deal on that.
0: And one of our lucky followers today, as long as they follow the links, will get a chance to win that.
1: <laughs> I uh, Like
0: and follow Bloombox on Facebook. Post a picture of you gardening. Use the caption "Let's Bloom Together" at Bloombox. And you get an opportunity to win, and the winner will be announced on Wednesday next week. Um, people, folks are coming in. Imad, I want to go to the, I want to go to the the the, the chat um, yeah, to give people yeah. an opportunity to talk and share, and um, I like I like to get into into with you know the people who are coming on on the chat. So we have. Um, for, I saw your mom. She posted something earlier on, so I want to I want to bring that up. Um, she's saying here. Here we go. So she says, Mom is proud of her son, and son is proud of his mom. Well done. Oh, no, actually, it wasn't her, it was somebody else. whispering, <laughs> was saying that. That's um, my other mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh is saying this system is genius, impressed, just listening to how it works, all the best, Imad. Um, I saw another really good um comment there from from Folks who are coming on, oh, yeah, uh, Iola was saying, I uh, love all the marketing content from hashtag Boombox. Great job, Imad. So, folks, uh, Jessica was asking you, what is a tender <laughs> Jessica, I hope you got the answer. I hope you got the answer. A lot of folks wanted to know how how your farm works, and, and people are, are excited because I know Dominicans went hard for farming during COVID-19, yeah. and... and Especially if you're retaining your job, you want to go back to work, um, whether you were doing online or whatever it is, but you want to maintain your garden. I mean, the worst thing to know is you're planting your little plants and then they die. In, you know, uh, uh, it feels like you neglected them uh, and, and all that. And, you know, Auntie Jen, Auntie Jen was just there and she said she has one. Let me tell you, Auntie Jen has the most rose garden, which is where you need to go stay. Your COVID certified accommodation, that plug for Auntie Jen right there. Make sure... You check her out. She has a beautiful rose garden and she said, she got one. She said, I got one set up by Imad. Imad, so you're setting up too? So, so tell me a little bit about, because it seemed to me that um, a few folks have, have actually asked. Um, somebody just asked, do you provide a consultation or farm yeah, consultation?
1: Well, JL, you know, um, oops. You know, the thing is, is that you asked me if I set up Um, One thing that my mother has always taught me is that you have to know